Life is all about relationships. It's improved connections that makes all of our lives more meaningful and more rewarding. This show brings you understanding, insight, practical tools, and even the economic case for improving our relationships to ourselves and others. I'm your host, Quentin Hafner. I'm a licensed therapist, author, leadership consultant, and guide to helping people grow their relational and emotional health. We are all in the business of connection. So I'm a marriage and family therapist, and I work with a lot of couples, a lot of families, and right now, as you can imagine, um, there is a lot of disharmony, uh, not only in the world, but it is bleeding into families. So I'm working with a lot of couples right now and helping them kind of learn how to reframe what's going on in the world and what's going on in their families. So it feels more unifying in their families and our family structure doesn't feel as divisive as maybe the outside world seems to be. So it's really good to create unity in our families. It's really important to create unity in our families because we don't want our families to become so divisive where, where they start to kind of splinter. Okay, and as everybody listening to this knows, the world is super divisive right now. If we go on social media, uh, people are arguing, people are fighting. Um, it seems like there's certain topics uh, that are off limits that we can't talk about. Uh, it's even bleeding into our extended family network. It's bleeding into our friendships. Uh, you know, can we say this or can we say that? Or I'm not sure what this person believes. I'm not sure what that person believes. And um, of course, it's very sad, isn't it? It's very tragic because um, we are um, allowing our some ideas uh, to get in the way and undermine what is most essential in our lives is the quality of our relationships with people. Okay. So we don't want to do that. And so I wanted to share with you guys um, a really simple kind of three-step process. Um, it's really simple in practicality, but sometimes it's hard to do in execution. So, um, but I know all of you guys can do it, so don't, don't feel discouraged. Maybe if you have like a pen and paper, you might want to take some notes along the way because I'm just going to share with you guys some ideas on uh, some practical implementation of it also, okay? So, um, okay, a little bit about me. My name is Quentin. Like I said, I'm a marriage and family therapist. My, I'm in private practice in uh, Newport Beach. I work, like I said, with a lot of families and couples. And um, I work with a lot of organizations too where I take some of the things that I'm applying or that we're talking about in this video into uh, company cultures and teams. And um, it's all just the same kind of relationship uh, skills that we need to... Um, you know, have environments that really thrive. I'm uh, happily married, I have two young sons, and everything that I'm sharing with you in this video is very applicable to my own marriage and my own family too, okay? So I want you to know that um, I'm not just saying all this in kind of theory, it's all super applicable even to my own life, all right? Okay, so um, we know what the problem is. The problem is that we're having a hard time uh, finding unity in our culture and in society, and we don't want that to, to bleed over into our family relationships. So we're gonna walk through three steps in order to create more unity in our families so our families feel very different from what's happening in the outside world, okay? Okay, so the first thing that we need to think about 
uh, when we want to create more unity in our family is we have to create a belief system, a belief system in our family that is that says I am for you and not against you. Okay? So often when we start talking about contentious topics, we can start to feel like somebody that is close to us is against us and not for us. Okay? So we want to uh, acknowledge that uh, it's okay to disagree on certain ideas. It's okay to not see the world the same. In fact, nobody sees the world the same. We're all, we all have our own unique subjective uh, experience of the world. And so we all see kind of it through our own lens and that's totally okay and it's totally normal. And in spite of seeing things through different lenses, we have a belief system and we have a mindset that says, in spite of that, I am so for you and not against you, okay? It's kind of like how God sees us, you know, God, you know, he might not agree with some of our choices. He might not agree with the way that uh, we are living our lives, but God is always for us and not against us, okay? And we want to embody that same spirit inside of our homes too. We want to have that same essence inside of our families that says, I am for you and not against you. And even just in a, from a practical way, Sometimes we just need to tell that to our spouses and sometimes we just need to tell that to our kids. We need to remind them very specifically that um, I am for you and not against you and that you are, you are useful and needed to me and that uh, my life is so much more um, complete with you in it, okay? So I am for you and not against you. And it's okay that um, we can disagree on ideas and we can disagree on uh, different topics, but at the end of the day, we wanna communicate this essence inside of our relationships and inside of the people that matter to us that they are for us and not against us. Because when people start to feel like we're not for them and we're, we're against them, then what happens is that our guards raise, uh, people start to get defensive, and we start to feel like we have to protect ourselves. And when we ever, whenever we feel like we have to protect ourselves, it starts to create this sense of, uh, it starts to create a lack of safety in the relationship. And that's when uh, any of us and all of us usually show up as the worst versions of ourselves when we're not feeling safe in relationships. We're really guarded, we're really defensive. And uh, instead of feeling this essence inside of our families, like we are, uh, like someone is for us, we start to wonder like um like you're you're not we're not in this together and i don't see you as my ally and i don't see you as my teammate i'm starting to see you as my enemy and i don't know if i can trust you i don't know if uh, i can count on you i don't know if you're gonna keep me safe i don't know if i can rely on you and so that evokes a lot of big feelings in the relationship where we start to get more more um uh, guarded we start to get more defensive uh, and then it starts to bleed out into the way that we communicate with each other. And so then we're antagonistic with each other. We're, we're in this kind of conflictual state and we're, we're fighting. Okay. So we just want to be really careful that we're working really hard to not do that. Okay. And that we're working really hard to create this environment inside of our relationships that says, I am for you, not against you, no matter what you believe no matter how you see the world through your subjective lens, you 
are never going to be my enemy and I'm never going to be your enemy. Okay? And the more we can communicate that with each other, it will create more safety with one another and it tends to lower our guard, it lowers our defense mechanisms and we, f we start to feel like, okay, um, I feel like I'm, I'm part of this system, I'm part of this family and um, I know that my partner is for me and not against me and that makes me feel really good and feel, it makes me feel like I can really trust that. Okay, so step one is creating that environment where it feels like we are for each other and not against each other and we can just simply say that to one another okay that's the easiest and most efficient way to create that environment and just tell your partner hey i am for you and i am not against you okay and i want us always to embody that spirit in our household hi quentin here and i want to tell you about a free resource on my website head on over to quentinhafner.com and download my free guide five elements that create winning teams and thriving families. It's a free guide and it's available to you now. Step two in creating more unity in our families is simply learning to listen, to understand. Okay, if we go on social media and we see what's happening in the world right now and we see um, a contentious topic on Facebook and we look at the comments section, one thing that we will notice 99.999% of the time is nobody's listening to understand. People are pretending to listen, but only for the purpose of finding holes in somebody else's argument or somebody else's rationale so they can make a counter argument, okay? If we want to destroy relationships, that's probably the fastest way that we can do it. And so we definitely don't want to do that inside of our families. Okay. We are not trying to necessarily change people's minds. Okay. That's not, that's not our purpose in life. That's not our goal in relationships. Our goal in relationships and particularly in the relationships that matter most to us is to create a sense of safety in the relationship, create a sense of connectedness, create a sense of goodwill, sense of trust, a sense of reliability in the relationship, something that can be really uh, something that we can count on. Okay. And the way that we can do that, and this is step two, is we're going to try to listen to understand one another. Okay. We, we are not going to listen to each other in order to find like, oh, this person, um, they didn't really think this idea through. So I'm going to like get this idea in there and I'm going to create a debate. This is not the debate team. This is not the debate club. Okay, that's not, what we're do that's not what we do in intimate relationships, okay? If you are an attorney and you are representing your client and they're on trial, that's your job, okay? That's your job. Your job is to uh, use that intellect and that rationale and to kind of find holes in people's arguments, but that's a different purpose, okay? In our intimate relationships, we don't want to do that because if we do that, it's going to create so much friction in the relationship. and it will create enemies. It'll be the opposite of step one. We will not create environments where it feels like the person is for us and not against us. It will create an environment where we don't know. We, we don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can trust you. I don't know if I can count on you, okay? So how do we do this? How do we listen to really understand? Well, the first thing we have to do is we have to just kind of 
have that mindset as we go into conversations with people. And so we go into conversations with people and we can just ask really good questions. We could say, oh, you know, gosh, uh, tell me more about why you think that way. That's a really interesting idea. Or where did, where, where did you kind of learn that? And we could say, um, uh, what, what, what is the feelings that get evoked when you uh, think about that? We can be really curious about each other, okay? We can, and that's the thing that seems to be really missing right now. And that's the thing that if we want to create unity, we have to be curious about each other because when we're, when we're curious about one another, it gives us this sense of like, oh, this person genuinely cares about me. They, they care about uh, the way I think. They care about the way I see the world. They care about what's important to me. And the, the only way that we can really communicate to somebody that we really care is kind of calling time out within ourselves and genuinely listening to people to try to understand them, okay? It's so important that we do that because that's how we really get to know people. That's how we really get to know somebody's subjective experience, okay? And what happens so often, what's happening right now, it's so frustrating to see is that nobody's, nobody's, nobody's really doing that. And people are not listening to understand. People are not listening to be curious or to get to know somebody or get to know one another. People are listening to find holes in somebody else's argument so they can have a counter argument and so they can turn that moment of listening into a debate. And what happens when we do that? It just totally destroys trust. Because we say, you know what? I can't trust you. And instead of feeling like you are for me and not against me, all of a sudden I'm starting to feel like you are my enemy. And I don't really know if I can trust you. I'm starting to feel suspicious about you. And then I'm gonna kind of put you into this camp in my mind where you're kind of on the bad team. Like there's a good, there's a good team and a bad team. Of course, there's not a good team and a bad team. We're all on the same team, but it's starting to feel that way. It's starting to feel like there's a good team and a bad team, okay? Because we're not really listening to try to understand each other. And we don't want to do, we don't want to recreate what's happening in social media inside of our families. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. We want to try to listen to understand, simply to try to understand. That's all we're trying to do. That is our, that is our sole objective, okay? Sometimes... Um, and this is kind of a practical step that can be helpful for people. Sometimes um, you'll, hear, you'll hear people say, oh, you know, like in relationships, um, you know, we need to communicate more, okay? And that's totally true, and I, I think that's really important, and people do need to communicate more. Um, but when a lot of times when people hear that, they think that they need to share more, and they need to talk more. And what I think is really missing is people need to learn how to listen more. Okay, and so we can do that by scheduling uh, listening sessions with people. Okay, so all we're gonna do is listen to people. So we're gonna say, hey, you know, what's on your mind? Tell me what you're thinking. What do you think about this uh, topic? And the, the other thing that feels so tragic and sad too that, we, that we're gonna change, okay, because you're gonna, you're gonna walk away with some, some helpful ideas listening to this video. So you, you know, there are no topics that are off limits. We can talk about, um, we can talk about politics. We can talk about, um, religion, we can talk about uh, COVID-19, we could talk about, um, you know, social justice, we could talk about anything. And if we do, so far, step one and step two, we can talk about anything. We can go into any topic that historically might have felt kind of scary or might have felt like, oh, I don't know, we shouldn't really go down this road. 
if we approach it in this way with an attitude that says, I am for you and not against you, and we go into it just to listen, to understand, we can talk about anything. You know, historically, they used to say that, you know, there was um, the, the, the three big things that were really challenges for relationships. It was money, sex, and kids. Okay. And in 2020, it doesn't seem like it's money, sex, and kids. It seems like it's uh, politics, COVID-19, and social justice, I guess. Those are the three, those are the three topics that are uh, bringing up a lot of big feelings for people, okay? And when we approach conversations, even these, even these conversations that feel really contentious, and we approach them with just, uh, we're trying to listen, to understand, and we're gonna be curious about people, and we're gonna get to know people, we can talk about anything. We can talk about anything. As long as we're not approaching our listening with an opportunity to debate somebody or an opportunity to kind of find holes in their logic or uh, you know, present these really great counter arguments because then we're not listening to understand. We're listening to win. And in relationships, there is no winning. There is no winning. If you create a win-lose scenario in intimate relationships, it's already lost because that's not the purpose of relationships. The purpose of relationships is to feel safe and to feel connected and to feel like we can count on people and we can feel like we can trust people and we have people in our corner. And we have people that are, that kind of have our back, okay? And we don't, we're, we're not gonna, we're not gonna create that environment if we're not listening to understand, okay? So we wanna get really good at just trying to listen to understand and be curious about people and get to know people in that way. Okay, so step one, is we are gonna create a environment that says, I am for you and not against you. Step two that we just discussed is we are gonna listen to understand. And we might even schedule those listening sessions where we're not gonna even say anything. We're not gonna even present our ideas and what we think about the world. That's not the purpose. We are just gonna to get to know somebody. So we're gonna to listen to understand. Okay, and let's talk about step three. Step three in creating more unity in your family so it's not contentious and we're not debating each other and we're not having all these really hard feelings. What we're gonna do in step three is we are gonna dialogue from the heart, okay? We are gonna dialogue from the heart. So what does that mean? What does dialoguing from the heart mean? Going back to using uh, social media as kind of a, 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 small little, a small little microcosm of what's happening in the world, we can see that nobody's dialoguing from the heart, okay? Dialoguing from the heart is kind of moving from this high level, uh, kind of debatey, rational, intellectual state of mind to more of a authentic place or more of a, an emotional state. So if we were talking about politics, okay, we can get into this argument about, well, I believe this and you believe that and there's, there's, there's these sets of ideas and there's these sets of ideas and we're gonna, we're gonna basically hash this out and we're gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna argue these points and we're gonna see at the end whose points really make the most sense. There might be a place for that in life, okay? But right now, if we're trying to create more unity in our family, that's probably not what's needed, okay? What's needed in our families is learning how to share more authentically and more vulnerably with each other. So if you are talking about a specific idea, let's say, what I would wanna know is can you communicate 
why does that idea really matter to you? Okay, like what is the, what are, what are the deeper underlying emotions that's really driving that conversation for you? If you believe uh, in this social justice cause or if you believe in this particular idea, tell me about what are, what are the emotions that are driving that for you? What are the big feelings? Are, are you afraid of something? Is, is, does something feel fearful or kind of scary for you? Great, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that in a real vulnerable way. Let's communicate that uh, to each other so we can get to know each other on that deeper level. Because my promise to you is that if we stay at this high level and we debate each other without sharing vulnerably and out, without sharing uh, authentically, you're going to have two really smart people going at it with each other and the truth is nobody's going to win. Everybody's going to lose. If we don't share from the heart, and this is the thing that's missing in our world right now, and we don't want to make sure we we want to make sure this thing isn't missing from our families either because that's what becomes that that's what creates so much uh, division is we're not sharing from our hearts. We're we're not letting people know especially the people that really matter to us why does that thing really matter to you okay tell me what are the feelings that you have about that idea because if you if you share with me those feelings that i'm going to get to know you on this very intimate level and i can empathize with you and if i can empathize with you i'm going to feel connected to you but if you don't share your feelings with me if you don't share your worries your fears the things that make you sad the things that make you hurt I'm gonna have a, and, and you stay at this really high level and you're giving like a lot of logical ideas, it's gonna be very difficult for me to empathize with you and I want to empathize with you. We wanna create a lot of empathy in our families. That's how we get to, that's how we get to really bond with each other. We think about empathy as like the bonding agent for connection. It's like the glue that binds us together, okay? And if we get into this debate with each other about, you know, Republican values or democratic values, and we are uh, debating logical ideas without sharing more vulnerably or more authentically, we're never gonna be able to get to know each other on that deeper level, and we're never going to be able to empathize with one another. So if we get an opportunity to share inside of our families and talk with our families, this isn't the debate club in high school, okay? And if it ever feels like that, we don't wanna do that. And if you're a parent in a family with children, we want to role model this. We want to role model. We want to role model with our, for our kids. How do, we, how do we share what's really on our heart? What are we really worried about? Why does this particular idea evoke so much emotion in us? And all that emotion is really good and it's valid and we're not wrong for having it. We just want to be able to articulate it. We want to articulate why that is there and why that really matters to us. That's how we're going to get to know each other. You know, there's a cliche that comes to my mind in, in, in talking about this with you guys right now that there are no right answers. There's only right ways to talk about things. And I believe that so much. And if we want to create more unity inside our little family, inside this little, this little, this little piece of life that matters so much to us, we want to learn how to share more authentically and more vulnerably. Okay. So so, so just to recap this, let me recap this. So uh, uh, step one is that we are going to create uh, an attitude, a spirit. We are going to foster this uh, essence 
of I am for you in our family, okay? We are for each other, okay? Step two is that we are gonna listen to understand. We are not gonna listen to find holes in somebody else's argument. And step three is that we are gonna dialogue from our hearts. We are gonna share with each other uh, what really matters to us, why it really matters to us from a deeper, vulnerable, emotional level, not from a high cognitive, intellectual level. Because that, that really doesn't matter. That's not what's really important. What's really important in intimate relationships and in family relationships is that people get to know our hearts. And the only way we can do that is to share with people more authentically. Okay, so I'm gonna wrap up with this video. I hope that is helpful. Those three steps are really helpful. And my promise to you guys listening to this is that if you really work hard at embodying those three steps, you can change the you can change that feeling in your families or 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 the or, or the organization that you're in or the team that you're part of. If you really work hard at you yourself just taking ownership of those three steps, what's likely to happen is that the person that you're engaging with, they're gonna follow suit because you're just role modeling for them how you wanna interact and how you wanna engage with them. And even if somebody comes back and they start you know, getting into more of like a high level debate or they're trying to find holes in your argument, that's okay. You stay with this process. You stay with this step one, step two, step three process. And over time, they're gonna follow suit and they're gonna join you. And the reason I can feel so confident about that is because as humans, this is what I know to be true, is that we desperately wanna connect with each other. We don't wanna fight with one another. It's not our true essence. We are wired for connection at our core. I mean, we are pack animals. We are social creatures at our core. And we wanna connect. And even if somebody's in a contentious space, that's not their authentic space. Their authentic space is to really connect and they, they want to connect. So we can, if, you know, we can see ourselves as leaders and we can role model this for other people. And if we do that, people are going to follow suit. Okay. So this is how we create more unity um, and create more goodness. And so our families and these little, these little, these, uh, the, the little pieces of life that are really important to us, we don't want them to look like the outside world. Okay, we want to model something very different inside of our families. And if you follow this three-step process, I promise it's going to create more unity in your family. Okay, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk with you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Business of Connection. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe or tell a friend about it. Talk with you next time.